evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? You thought your mother catching you masturbating was uncomfortable. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's show of Anything Goes. Uh, we uh, welcome into the studio host and comedian of the CBC debater, Steve Patterson. And joining us in the studio, of course, is always Dave Martin, who Hello. we make fun yeah. of every single week. <laughs> Our little punching bag on XM Radio. Right. And also the non-punching bag of the show, the lovely Christina Walkinshaw I'm here. Christina Walkinshaw, and I like everybody. And Ooh, I want them to so all happy. to like me, too. Yeah. We were talking before the show started how different we all are. That I, I said that if any comedian listens to the show and I take a shot at them, that they'll know because I've already kind of said that to their face. Right. That's how I roll. And Christina Christina said, you know, say what I you said. like to be friends with everybody. And so you I... like to talk behind their backs? No, not at all. I see a redeeming quality. In fact, my friends will even tell you. Right. I stand up for a lot of people that other people would never stand up for right. a day in their life. But I will always think at the end of the day, well, maybe there's something... Um, you know, that I, I feel like they still have. A- sure, Kim Jong Il had a great backhand in tennis. <laughs> There's always something great. Christina Hagen makes like- fun of me all the time. She's like, and you're like, oh no, but Hitler, he was really like, he was a really good drinking buddy. Yeah, you, and, like you- people were too hard on him. But I do stand up for everybody because I always feel yeah. like at the end of the day, sometimes insecurities or different things come in the way. Of, right, not kill six you know. million Jews. Yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you about the Hitler oh, I knew. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so really? good old drinking buddy. He was great and green. He, yeah. could, he no. could pull it off. I know I'm dorky, but I really believe that at the end of the day, there's a nice quality in every person. Yeah. Yeah. See, I know you guys don't believe let's that. Let's talk to Roman Polanski about that, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure his wife would agree in heaven. No, I know. I never even got to hold my baby. Maybe not Roman and Hitler, but everybody else. <laughs> oh, everybody else. Is okay. like, they have a nice redeeming quality. Sure. And I need to stand up for them. Sure. Like, yeah. I have to. So, so check this out. I was in Calgary this weekend, and uh, someone came up to me. This is one of my favorite stories this year. And they said that, uh, you know what, man? You are way funnier than Dane Cook. Well, that's, uh, is that a compliment? Yeah, sure, that's a compliment. But I, I'm like, I wonder if Dane Cook ever gets that. You know, you're way funnier than this troll comic in Canada. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. Man, you got to look up this troll comic. He's not as funny as you. Well, I will say, when I was in San Francisco doing the San Francisco comedy. Someone uh, said you were Dane Cook? or No, somebody. <laughs> yeah, well, no. Come on. I am not. I don't move around that much on stage. And plus, I, anyways, whatever. I'm a girl, too. But anyway, that doesn't, that's not, any, that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say that this guy came up to me and he said, there is this, he didn't say say the word troll but he's like there's a guy comic in Canada who looks like me and his name sounds like mine and his name was Don Frost yes I've heard and of this guy and I was like oh yeah Don yeah. Frost yeah, Don I Frost I do, you look, do you look like religion? yeah we look almost oh, identical yeah, totally. it's fucking crazy He's only half as angry as me. That's why he's twice as far. I know. He's tender and sweet. He is. He, he believes there's a little <laughs> niceness in everyone. Yeah, I know. He has that little And then he cries out of his vagina. It's really <laughs> nice. Because you, you kind of look like Jim Norton in a funhouse mirror. Sure, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank well, you. That's not terrible, right? I don't... No, that's pretty good, actually. It's thank quite you. accurate. Thank you. And another time but in, in Montreal. in a nice way. I think you look really nice. I think right. you look great. You, but that's the really second nice. time <laughs> someone has come up to me. In Montreal, I did this like one-nighter. It's called Bourbon Street. I just kicked the fuck out of the place. I'm not bragging. I sold a shitload of merch. I was feeling happy about myself. And two different people buying my merch said to me, one said, you know, you remind me a lot of Dane Cook. Yeah. And in the same show, someone said, you remind me a lot of Andrew Dice Clay. The same show. So I'm like, what? I act out the misogyny now? Is that fucking what happens? <laughs> like, hey, I'm over here. I'm fucking like this. I'm over here now. That's You're misogynistic. Oh. You're stage left, stage right, stage yeah. left, stage right. Well, at least he's comparing you to people that have uh, a career. It's not like he's... Really? Been- hey, That's hey, true. Hey, you know what? There's this uh, little troll comic in the United States <laughs> that nobody's ever heard of either. You look exactly like that guy. Maybe. Who is he? I don't even remember his name. He was hilarious, but I saw him at a show, and I couldn't even give a fuck yeah, who he is now. I know, but you look just does. like him. Nobody does, Dave. I know. But at least you could compare him to someone that like has yeah. sold out Madison Square Gardens. Sure. I mean, you'll never do that. Thank but you, at Dave. Least, no. Thank you for reminding me. This... As we sit in our basement recording the show on a Monday night because NHL isn't on. Thank you for that, Dave. I wanted to get back Don't to it. Look at the bright side of things. You could probably sell out a show at the Central or something. Yeah. You know, I don't even know what that is. Looks like a little coffee shop that seats about 40, I think. Uh, 40? On a good night. You'll wow. get some beer tickets. You could sell out Aroma Coffee Shop for sure. Oh, there you go. It'd be man. so special. I want to ask I Christina Walkinshaw, would you have blamed the uh, the sunglasses that uh, 
OJ uh, was it the who took the sunglasses back to uh, uh, Nicole Brown Simpson's? Uh, oh, the the guy. I'm just trying to figure Kato out. Kalen? Yeah. Kalen? No, no, no. no what the fuck are you talking about OJ for? I was, <laughs> what year is this, Dave? Did you I'm enter sorry. a time warp when we started talking about <laughs> no. me? Just fucking. No, I was trying to figure out. We love your sideburns from 90210. We're not here to talk about OJ. They're not those Star Trek. But they're really nice sideburns because I'm a nice person. I think Dave Martin looks lovely. Let's move on. I'll go. I won't. I'll go off into the desert and think like Dylan, <laughs> like Dylan from 90210. Who's the guy who returned the glasses for OJ? What the fuck? Don't you what remember? Where did you get that from? That was the, the, the other guy that got murdered at the, the OJ's house, uh, Nicole Brown yeah. Simpson's house. I was trying to think that Christine would probably blame those sunglasses. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. That's where the I was good, going. The good in everyone. Well, okay. yeah. I was trying good to that, that's that's the the just When get, did that murder the... happen? 1995? Uh, <laughs> yes. 94, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually in a bar watching the Bronco and everyone was cheering, OJ, OJ. They let us out of, uh, I was in high school at the time. I don't want to brag. But uh, yeah, and they let us all out of class to watch for the, the OJ, OJ trial. For, like, when the verdict class? came in. Yeah, we all got to like leave class, go to the cafeteria or the nearest TV. No way. Yes, I swear to God. God. What so town we are you live in? I lived in North Delta, which is a suburb of Vancouver, and we had the number one football team in BC. This so is it was high a big school. This is and high, high school. school. Let everyone out because a convicted murderer might get off. We got to off. see. We got to see the verdict oh. live, like in cap- wherever you could. You were allowed wow. to go. That is it. weird. That's the fox, right? That, that's, that's not weird. just me, right? That's fucked up. But that's I not know. even like a. Uh, that's not even a new. I thought if you were in school studying law or something like that, and you were studying the OJ trial, then they let you out for that. But even no. if you just for fun, it was, it just was high kicks. school. I but we were very. We were very like football oriented high school. Oh, so the OJ. Oh, oh, the football angle. Not the murderer. No, 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 not the murder angle. The no. football angle. Oh. We all really like football because we had the number one team. I was, I was actually, um, I was working at an FCA for a weekend when the whole Michael Vick thing came down, and we just shut it down and went home and watched it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen to him? Or you all started your dog fighting right, yeah, right, right there. <laughs> Whoa, there's money in this. No OJ 911. Everybody's off for the afternoon. I remember yeah. I was in university when the wall, the Berlin Wall, just in case you don't know where I am right now, Christina. I'm this, really this young. Idea. I'm yeah, only 12. I, you I don't know about this Berlin Wall. <laughs> Berlin Wall. When it came down, I was at university in a class, and someone ran in with a candle lid and went, the wall's coming down, yeah. the wall's coming down, and no one left class. The no. teacher said, we can leave if you want. We are like, no, let's not. Yeah, we'll go watch it later. <laughs> no, it's a black football player didn't kill anyone. No, let's keep going then. Yeah. Let's keep this at the Berlin Wall, just in case the fucking country and people behind a wall for decades. That's fine. I know. You, now, you uh, couldn't be... You, you're worried about getting out on, on time because you have a birthday party to go to, Christina? Yeah. I have a birthday party to go to tonight. I'm a and, very and, important yeah. alcoholic in Toronto, and uh, my friend Laura is turning a new age tonight. And so my friends hired a Michael... Jackson impersonator for right. her birthday to sing happy birthday to her because not, she not, loves Michael Jackson. Not a stripper, though. I don't think he's stripping. Now, do you, uh, do you have to dress up like a little boy for the end of the number? Or? <laughs> yeah. Probably, actually. I usually dr- do dress like a little boy, to be yeah. fair. And you're sure. usually passed out before, by the time the entertainment I know, I usually up. pass out by like 8 o'clock p.m. anyways. <laughs> and if he touched you, you're going to make millions, and that's the good in everyone. Dude, right? who doesn't love to be touched? Right. I mean, excepting the children, I know. I guess. But like, a certain age. Else, everybody else likes it, right? I guess. If he was, really what, now, what decade of Michael Jackson? Um, I don't know. I don't think she's picky. Ooh, she likes question. MJ it, across the board. She's like a hardcore. You know oh, the really? M- you know how you get your hardcore MJ fans like they're just hardcore. No, I don't. What if he showed up like seventies <laughs> Michael Jackson, and then by the time the like Baby part- Be Mine kind of like ABC yeah. one two three. That'd be kind of creepy. Well, no, he not, wouldn't even get the into young, the ballroom. Not the young one, but like he showed up in like off the wall Michael Jackson with the big afro. That's and everything good. Like What's wrong with and off the wall Michael? He's not fat is. enough for no, you. But I'm I get just, it, Dave. I'm He's just, not I'm saying that like as the party went on. He would grow, graduate in decades. So the by the time last call good. came around, he'd be like the you know the mime-looking one with the nose that was going to fall off all the time. That would be really good. Yeah. Off, off the wall off. is a fucking great album. I love Off the Wall. It's even it actually is even better than Thriller. I think it so really too. is. It really holds up much more than off Thriller. Off the Wall, baby, be yep. I remember my sisters used to get dressed and put makeup on to Off the Wall, and we'd all sing it. And then I, I got this weird connection to Air Supply because my <laughs> one sister would be all drunk, crying on the bed, complaining about her boyfriends, and. Was like the backtrack is like fucking air supply and don't ever don't get drunk you have abortions Darren and she's putting her jeans on with a fucking coat hanger it's every time I do a road imagery. gig with That's Dave 
he has air supply playing. So. Oh, fucking making love out of nothing at all. I just see my sister crying whenever so, yeah. I hear that. And then at the end of uh, at the end of the party, the Michael Jackson impersonators in one of those like uh, you know life support tubes. Yeah, I one know. of those chambers, the oxygen oh, chambers that he's in. Yeah, so and people are just banging say. on the glass. You know what you should do, and then at the end, just go to KFC and get some bones and just throw it at them. These are the elephant <laughs> bones. Oh, no. Oh, he's taken away in handcuffs. That's oh. what should at the end of the party. Of any Michael Jackson <laughs> party. No, air supply is what Dave needs when his dates sit on him. See, Dave likes the bigger girls. No, that's not. Dave likes the bigger girls. That's the best thing you've thrown yet, Christina Walken. Oh, yay! I like what I can get. Christina can be edgy, too. Not all the time. Don't don't count on me for edge. Count on me for (laughs) I like people. Yeah, for love. wholesomeness. And jokes about Dave's love life. Yay, Dave's love life. That was pretty good, Dave. Come on. Air supply? (laughs) What you need? Come on. You that's do. pretty good, Dave. It's cute. Dave, you know I'm what? Pouting. I'm going to set you up with a girl, Dave. How about that? Can I, I set you up actually, with a girl? I don't need to be right now. I'm a... Oh, yeah. Are you in a Things relationship right now? No, no, no. Well, no. Whoa, way to go right before the commercial break. Okay. I know. Dave's, Dave's you could tell up. how much we actually Things listen to around. Dave, but you don't even know he's in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't have to oh, even yeah. wear that fucking Argyle sweater he wore last year. He just gets to throw whatever he wants on. I like how you actually, basically, your, your punchlines is what you think my actual world is. <laughs> it is. Well, it, I really. know your world, Dave. No, no you don't. Anyways, <laughs> we have to go to a break, and uh, our... <laughs> Oh, Dave. Sorry. Dave's sitting there pouting. I'm not pouting. I'm You're not pouting. pouting. I'm just saying that it's you don't okay, know anything Dave. about me. It's okay. We'll, we'll talk later. You don't give a shit later. about me. I don't give a shit about you. Only every Monday night for an hour. If I wanted to hang around with hour. people that don't give a shit about me, I'd go hang out with my parents. So. I knew you were going there. Did you, did you really? Yeah, I did. How come you couldn't fill it in then? Because now I can say, and what do your parents think? Uh, nothing. They don't exactly. even know I'm here. See, I know where the volleyball's All going. Right, okay. All right. <laughs> Trust me. All right, boys. All right, boys. All right. We got to get Steve hey, on here. Hey, a commercial that I auditioned for that I did not get. Look, at, check that shit out. Okay, just so everyone knows there's a big TV that we have to force to watch, and Dave just saw a commercial he never got, got which it. is every it's commercial. It's Visa. You could never get a Visa, Dave. I, it's does, not well, look really. at all the one of the, I <laughs> tried like, out to be one of those assholes. Hello, hello it's radio. It's hanging around. It's anyway. radio. Nobody knows what you're talking the about. It's a Visa commercial for the Great Cup ending, and I didn't get it. Or no. the Stanley Cup ending. That's why I didn't get it. I don't you know, know if the you fucking... concentrate on everything you didn't get, Dave, you'd have another other time in the day. To concentrate on anything else, yeah. Yeah. Look, Daniel Woodrow's on it. He's a nice. black dude. Okay. Well, Let's go to commercial. When we come back, Steve Patterson from the CBC Debaters is coming in here. Yay! And we're all excited. Oh. Yay! I'm excited. Yay! Well, fuck commercials. Just remember, when it comes to hate mail, we read it first and we know where you drive. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Whoa, g'day, mateys. This is Bushwhacker Luke. And you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Laugh Attack on XM Radio. Whoa! Even when you're a star, a punch in the head is still a punch in the head. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Okay, we're back from the break, and joining us in the studio is from CBC Debaters and a comedian for many, many years, Stephen Patterson is here. Yay! Yay! Bonjour, what harmony the two of you had there for a moment. That was nice. That was very mamas and the papas, wasn't it? Yeah, Monday, Monday. I, I came in on the 5th. Nice. You were the. Were you a mama or the papa? You were the first tranny. uh, Anyway, uh, (laughs) I was a cousin. We were talking during the break, and Dave's all upset with us now because I guess somehow we cock block him because chicks listen to the show, and he's expecting phone numbers, and instead he's getting upset chicks because. Say it, Dave. Go ahead. Well, I said that uh, you and Christina (laughs) are the balls that are driving the cock that is blocking me from getting any pussy. And why is that? Because all these larger girls are upset. No, 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 no. Actually, no, quite. Actually, honestly, not larger or uh, voluptuous uh, women yeah. that, that might. But they think that that's what they are. Once they listen, there was a girl that I went out with twice, and she was like, oh, you have a show on XM. Oh, well, I'll listen to it. And I don't know what fucking episode she listened to it, but right. it was you, Kathleen, or uh, Rebecca, or mm. Walkinshaw were taking shots at me about women that I find attractive. And like I say, I was born this way. I have no control over what makes my dick Whoa, hurt. Whoa, Lady Gaga. Oh, gonna, a Lady way. Gaga quote. Yes, Daddy. Yeah. 
Yes. Steve Martin, inspirational fat girl lover. <laughs> okay, you tell that to Kathleen. You say those words no, to her. That is I the love nickname. Kathleen. Kathleen is my soul sister. Okay. That is the nickname for his penis, Lady Gaga. Well, basically, <laughs> I remember that. I remember basically that. you just said that I went out with a fat soul sister. Listen, like, I, I, with lo- her. I love Kathleen. Dave, oh, Dave I too. My I agree. I you know what? She listened to the show. She heard that. And now I just want to ask uh, Steve, and, does, does any woman ever not want to be with you before you're you're married because the way you bang the gavel in the debaters. Did anyone <laughs> yeah. ever go, I don't like how you bang that gavel on the show. I didn't like that resolution. Yeah, uh, exactly. You debate way too much for me. You're way too smart for me, Steve. Sorry. No, sadly, I've never had a woman think I was too smart for her. They all, <laughs> they all feel up to the task. You're I, dumb enough. I just, so wait, let I me love, suck your dick. I love your wife. Your I think she's cock. fucking awesome, right? Oh, so I can I say like fucking, right? Yeah, she's the best. This is, by the way, Before sorry. your marriage, sorry, did you ever like fat girls? Just a day two years old? Come on. <laughs> I'm just Christina. asking. You don't Christina. have an answer. But you should like people for who they are. It shouldn't matter what they right. look like. It doesn't so, matter what sausage casing is wrapped around them. Yeah, like... <laughs> is that I what you're trying to say? I don't go for you, guys that can have I, big ding-dongs. Can I, can like, I just say... I like people for who they are. Yeah, okay. The last interview I did before this was uh, Breakfast Television oh. in Winnipeg. <laughs> sure, I and bet. It was, it was very different. It was, just, I'm really? it. It was a different dynamic. Did you know? Oh, okay. But Breakfast Television, they're the... all acting all happy that they're up at 6 a.m., but really, they they're want not. to put a gun in their mouth. They want yeah. to put a gun in their mouth. I would rather go to bed at 6 o'clock. We know that. We know that's true. Have you seen the Breakfast Television in Toronto Steve Anthony, I'll tell you why he's so awake in the morning. Answer the why? fat girl question. Why, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> the little why reason why he has to duck so... out in the alleyway and meet a guy Dave, in a limousine. Dave, what? He's coming on the show in three weeks. <laughs> oh, that's so, okay. You Shut can up. Ask him about it then. Yeah. Hey, there was a girl that was listening to the show, and you guys implied what I like, and then that's what she thought she was, and right. then she jumped in front of a subway train in Toronto. Now Darren's a much happier person. Well, you know why I'm happier? I've got a three-minute bit on her. Okay, good. <laughs> Well, that's actually a real well, accomplishment. Actually, <laughs> if I went three, Darren minutes, literally killed. So excited. Nice, by, nice. By association. Okay, so I let's, let's. You should like people for who they are. It doesn't matter, Dave. If you like a big girl, she's a nice girl. I love that. Now, Steve, back to you. <laughs> right? Is that uh, did the you first, ever that's like the first question? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the first question. Do you ever like just like maybe somebody to your friends wasn't the most gorgeous girl that they've ever seen, but you just liked her for who they were, or even if they're fat, like Dave style. Okay, <laughs> well, Christina, as as you know. Uh, I'm an equal opportunity everything is. Yes. So I like to think of uh I like to think of all uh all men and women as created equal. Um my friends used to laugh at me because there was uh I had a Dodge Omni growing up. That was the first reason they laughed at me. Right. And and the second reason is I, I had a girl that I brought home in the Dodge Omni and when she reclined in the seat it broke it forever. Oh my um, god. And oh, when no. Dave is hard. And when, <laughs> and and when her um and when her uh her, her top came off inadvertently, as they sometimes do in Dodge Omnis. Uh, there wasn't a lot of a lot of room between that and the dashboard. So my friends nice. joked about that for a while. But she's lovely. She's a lovely girl. I don't know where she is now. I hope she doesn't have an XM radio. Or she's going to come to Toronto and jump in front of the subway train. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, she's... that's how all my relationships end. I'm only asking these questions because I'm 33 and I'm totally letting myself go. So. <laughs> I'm no, two years away ahead. from dating Dave Barton. Here, here, here's the thing. And, and, and then nice. You wish. Let's get the Dave. Let's, it's like a Guinness clock. Get the Dave Martin clock going. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Or there's a scale that you have down. to stand on. Can I ask you something, Steve? Yes, please. Now you, please. you, you were the host of the debaters. Yeah, I still am. You, I know. Yes, still yes, on. yes. You've, you've lost your TV show, and then we're going to get to how you screwed that up later on. <laughs> All right. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Steve's fault. Yeah. We'll Fair get enough. over that. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll, I love we'll, your we'll show. get to that in a second, uh, Steve Patterson. But on that show. How and it is a very very popular show on CBC Radio, and then you can listen to that on Sirius. And mm-hmm. um, but most people like do you meet people now that know you as a host of that show and not necessarily a stand-up comic. Yes, you don't always address the fact that you're a stand-up on that show, do you? Right. It is an alarming amount of people that book me to host something, and then they're amazed <laughs> at how funny you are. That I could do a comedy. Yeah, of course, sure. Yeah. Uh, they somehow somehow the. 12 years or so of comedy that I did before the debaters yeah. <laughs> slipped under the radar, and uh, they only know me from debaters, but you, uh, Does fine. anyone say, you've got to get off this debater show, man? You should go into stand-up. Well, Have you ever thought about that? As every comic that's ever hosted a show knows, and when I hosted the Canadian Comedy Awards this year, I, I said the same thing. 
it was for all of the all of the comics in the world that <laughs> people come up to them after the show after they've just killed on a show with two comics and in many cases the host can be the funniest part of the sure. show yeah. <laughs> and then they say you're really good at this have you thought of trying stand up <laughs> yeah. comedy and right. it's it's fucked in the head. God, it's nice to be on. This isn't breakfast. Oh, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. Say whatever you want. It really is fucked in the head that yep. people uh, don't understand that if you've just put on a great show, that you're yeah. not just up there for the first time and and giving it a shot, you know? So it's it's surprising, but it's good. It's good for stand-up comedy when stand-up comics do other things and lead people back to stand-up oh. comedy. <laughs> My chair just declined for no reason. It just... I like that fun though. It was weird. <laughs> now, in case anybody doesn't know, the debaters is yeah. a show where uh, two comics will come on and they will debate uh, a, a subject that they can. But your like subjects can go so varied from like you'll talk about the oil sands in Alberta, you know, uh, environmental cost, pie. and then yeah, then you'll get pancakes versus waffles, uh, or pie versus cake. You know, they and they both are. And then I remember, I think, Darren, did you see this one with me in Montreal uh, when Dave Hempstead went up against uh, Pete, uh, Pete Johansson for oil? Yes, right. oil. yes. Yeah. Yep. And we thought, how are these guys going to a make it funny because it's such a serious subject? Uh, and also, first of all, you got to address. So the show is a debating show, and it's sometimes very timely because this was an argument already set months earlier, but two weeks before that was the big oil spill that actually happened. That's right. So it was on the front newspaper of every newspaper around the world, and this debate happened only two weeks after the accident. So, the, of course, the, overall, the audience was anti-oil. It's been rammed down their throat for two full weeks on what the problem with oil was. And so that was a very hard thing to even pull off to be funny because it was such a serious topic, and they did. And it was pretty amazing because Dave Hempstead was for oil and actually won that debate. And, he, yeah, he did a great job. And it's, he did. It's, it's one of my favorite ones that we've ever done, and, and that's why I like, I like the debaters because either they put funny stuff into topics you don't think can be funny. And I say they. It's all of us. It's stand-up comedians. Sure. That's what we want on there. Um, you know, you put funny stuff into serious stuff, but also it's the writing skills of making, you know, no one gives a shit really about cake versus pie. <laughs> right. But there's a big pie lobby, <laughs> though, the... and they put a lot of money into uh, pro-life I, movements. Yeah. I don't and have so... a sweet tooth. I have an alcoholic tooth, so yes. I don't even understand yeah, the whole got... question. <laughs> Just the one. <laughs> but... But uh, you know, it's it's right. It's a great writing exercise for stand-ups, and it shows it shows True. how you can be intelligent and make funny out of stuff that's not necessarily funny. And you can also uh, go look up facts and make make a serious argument out of stuff that's not that serious. And that's it's a great exercise to me, and I I love being uh, I love being part of it. And it's just too bad that the. Uh, TV people didn't, didn't quite see it. Yeah, well, you know, the, before we get to the whole TV thing, the one mm. thing that I, I, I've done it three times on radio, once on television, and the reason I like the show, even before I did it, is because it's the only show in Canada, and I've said this to Richard Side, the creator of the show, that comics can be comics, meaning uh, I can be the angry troll and I can go against a pothead like John Steinberg, and both our things fit because we're coming at it from different angles, but it's a debate. And that's what's great about a debate. You can come from different angles to try to prove your point. Where other shows, there's not really that kind of atmosphere for stand-up. Sometimes you have to conform too much, and you can't even keep yourself in it. And that's one of the great things about that show. No, I, I, I sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I, I'd like to say I am a big fan of the show, and both Christina Walken Show and myself have not been on that show. And we don't blame you. We don't hate you for it, <laughs> even though at the end of the day— we, I would we, never. It, just, it, I mean, I'm just saying. The like, good in I, everyone. Christina, it's all his fault, and don't worry about <laughs> no. it. But one thing I do like about the show is that uh, it shows people outside of their acts. And it shows that comedians can be more than wh what their acts are that they show in a seven-minute set. I always think it's an excellent program. And it's and so how did the TV appear? Or do you want to make up for what I just said, Christina? Oh, no, I was just going to say, um, well, hey, I totally agree with what you're saying. I think it's a great exercise for comedians. And that's what, like... I love, I would like to be on the show or whatever, but also, <laughs> Jesus. no, it's not supposed to be like that. It's okay. No. It's, can, I, can I? Can I just see the end? Well, uh, here's my other thing, okay? I don't like, now, like, I don't like, like, I feel like you're my friend and you're my peer. I don't want to, like, go out to the bar with, like, my friend who happens to have a TV show and, like, <laughs> pitch myself. Like, if I go to the bar with you, I want to, like, go and have fun. And, like, I'm not going to be like, hey, can you get me on your right. show? Like, that's not That's what style. this show is like, for. Is that <laughs> what you're saying? Or... <laughs> Holy it's, fuck. It's when you know no, a lot of other people are listening. I will tell you, everything I've gotten in my career, I think I've just gotten from, like, 
doing my stuff on stage and like that's it. Like just when did this turn into know. a fucking twelve step well, program? I, <laughs> walk I, don't, I don't know, but I do. I'm have, not gonna like. I don't know. I, don't I do know, have one like, of my best I, ever action drinking shots with Christina. I know we have Ottawa, shots together. Long. That was a great shot of shots. It was I, so good. I just want to explain, uh, and this is probably a good place to do it as any. Yeah, because a lot of comics listen to this show. Go ahead. Well, it's true, right? No, I agree. I agree. Get it out. It's I. I don't produce the show. Just so everybody knows. And I know that too. I know that too. It's frustrating to me because I would love to get all my favorite people who I know are very funny and I know could do a great job on it. And the producers uh, don't necessarily consult me. They do consult me and then don't always take my consultations. Right. I still think they do a great job of picking who they pick. Would I make some different choices? Yes, I would. Absolutely. But I just want all the comics to know out there that it's not just a matter of me picking up the phone and going, all right, next month we have to have this, this, and this on. Well, for, so, for, for, say, for a year, a year and a half, Dave Martin thought you cock-blocked him. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> you were the both so, balls wait. in the cock <laughs> that I was trying to put into Richard Side's mouth. It's okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. He has this mama. All right, so hold on a second. <laughs> it so, comes out now. <laughs> just for the record, if yeah. me and Dave Martin ever do the debaters, sure. we like to debate against each other, what yeah. Dave will be um, for fat girls. I will be against uh, fat that's girls. That's an excellent I debate. I might have to lose some weight before I can debate this. But... That's an excellent That's an excellent. <laughs> debate. No, you don't. Do you okay. like that? I, oh, wow. fuck you. Well, well the other, the other know, beauty I of the, I need to lose a few pounds. The I other, drink a lot of beer. Sorry. That's all right. Anyway, she is, beers, there's no fat in beer. My brother has often told me that. <laughs> there's no fat actually in beer. You're Irish. You drink Guinness. <laughs> you get it's low tired. fat. Guinness is actually, that's not debatable. That yeah, is a low-calorie alternative. Let's talk about the television show. Sure, let's do that. Okay, oh, sorry. <laughs> Who wants to start? I, I, I thought, Steve, Steve, you wanted to make a point. Let's go back to that. We can always talk about the TV thing. You're, it's going to sound like you wanted to make a point outside of what was said there. Did you get your point out? Uh, I, th- I, th- I think I did. I okay. think it's just, okay. well, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to segue into the next thing. But, sure. you know, it's, it's kind of this thing that I've been involved with, and I'm the face and the, and the voice of it. And naturally, some people do assume that I, that I control a lot more but of the, it than I do. Here, um, here's what's very interesting to me, because you weren't the first host of the show. That's true. So for comics to think that you have any kind of pull other than, hey, this guy's kind of funny, it's kind of weird to me. Because it started out with, with was it Sean Cullen was the uh, first? Sean Majumder was Sean the first. Sean Majumder first, right? Then it went to Cullen. And now you and you've pretty much done it for how long now? This is coming up on four years, now, right? Yeah. So you know, I mean, I've seen you do it when I was there doing it, and I've just been watching. And you're the you know the best host of the three, oh, and I like those two guys, comedy. You know, they're 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 great comics. But I think it takes a certain kind of, um, I don't know, I want to say edge, but uh, a certain th- quality. And I just don't think those two had it as much as you did. So let's say that. And, oh, yes. and, and move on from that. So the TV show, they tried to, the, the radio show was such a success, over a million listeners per week, which is huge numbers in a, any kind of radio uh, show. And so they said, hey, let's do it on TV. That's so a, they a, did a natural do it on thing TV, to do, yeah. Which is a natural thing. It's a, it's a hit. We Can we make this on television? They tried a season. They taped how many episodes? 13? 20, 26 in 26 total. episodes. Yeah. That's a big commitment for a TV show in the start. For sure. And, uh, you know, there were some bumps in the road. You know, there were some, some you know, issues <laughs> and stuff of what, you know, how it was being presented. Maybe it was a little stiff. I mean, you talked about it in a blog that you kind of put out there to explain your feelings and frustrations of the show not succeeding. So why don't you talk about that for a second? Well, it's it's the first time that I've been involved with something like this, and you obviously want, you know, whenever, whenever anyone gets an opportunity for television, you're, you're, you sort of are hopefully optimistic that it's going to go for a long time, and we were given every, uh, every indication that that was, the, that was the hope from the network, but... In the way that this particular show went down, I don't know how they all go down. We were, everything was stacked against us, absolutely, uh, to get it done. We literally filmed a season of television in one in one week. That's outrageous. A season, yes. And and so, from my perspective, because I was on stage for every minute of every yep. episode, I know exactly the moments that were the greatest from a comedy perspective, as I was, as I could tell. And you know, a lot of those moments didn't make it to the final cut. And I and I really want to be clear here: it wasn't just the editor saying, "I'm going to cut this out." It, there's a bunch of people in the editing process Absolutely. now yeah. with the network. You yeah. know, our the network executive that was assigned to the show was fired midway through our show, not because of that, but but because of a bunch of things. So all of a sudden, that person's vision is out the window, and it's it's influenced the way that shows are done because he was pulling his. His power, you know, and how so, it was shot. So I mean, that was the guy, yeah. Right. So then, all of a sudden, it comes back in, and we hadn't made any adjustments for the second time around, and no one at the CBC on the CBC TV side really knew 
how to handle it because it wasn't theirs to handle, and then no one really, no one took the ball and ran with it on on the TV side. So, you know, it's I, I see the people that you know. There's a lot. Obviously, there's cutbacks now at CBC, and right. that's that's a good reason as well that it's cut. But it wasn't just cutbacks. You know, there was it was a big process. See, for and, me, for me, one of the most disturbing I don't know if disturbing is the right word, but maybe maybe disappointing things is that CBC uh, was very committed to having a block of comedy, right. and the debaters would put it was put at the nine thirty spot of that block. But whenever any of the advertising came out, it kind of stopped at the nine o'clock block. Like they had two shows, three shows, and then no debaters. Like I saw posters for like Twenty Two Minutes yeah. and yeah. Uh, Michael Thursday. What, what, I can't remember. Mike, the show. Uh, Michael and Michael. Right. No. It was Michael Tuesdays and Thursdays oh, right. Okay. Right. Right. on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> nothing odd there, but uh, you know you're you're right, Frosty. Like it was. I I can't explain why. Like it became again. It became a thing with people stopping me on the street and going. Why aren't they advertising it? Yeah. And and I would literally go to the executives who had something to do with it and say, you know, did you have a dream that I was a serial killer or something? Like, why are you so fucking angry and yeah. you won't advertise the show? Right. And and all I can say is that they didn't. It wasn't in their priorities, and they and they didn't do it. And it gets frustrating. But at some point, you just you just like, well, they they they're not gonna do it. Like I can yeah. go, I can yeah, go, yeah, be, yeah. I can go be a crazy person town crier across Canada. <laughs> Trust me, it doesn't get you anywhere. Trust me, it gets you nowhere. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it it really just did become the frustration, and it wasn't at all a surprise when. It came down that they weren't going to bring it back, but the point is, and and you know, to be fair, I think the CBC themselves would say we didn't give it a fighting chance, and I don't right. know whether they would apologize for it. They would just be like, oh yeah, yep, what, we uh, we knew it was there, we just didn't do anything with it. Did you know what at what point, like during the process, did you know that well, this is we've gone off track and. And this is this might not come back next season. If I can be very honest yeah. about it, <laughs> as soon as we got the go ahead that we were going to have a, a TV show, I <laughs> it's, or, or Fox is no, that no. Like... But I said to the producers, well, we should probably start advertising it and telling yes. telling yes. people that we yes. have a show. Yes. Um, and they were like, nope, they'll assign someone to us. And I said, I I don't know that that's going to happen. And in fact, it never did. So, you know. I'm not again. Uh, there's no person that I'm blaming here. No, no, no. It's just it's the machine. It's it, the machine. It is the machine. But you it's know, the machine. Uh, what I learned the most from it is if it's if you're the face of something, you yep. got to fight your balls off. Here, here's the thing to get I, to get the attention that it deserves. I remember on the rap night when I did the TV show, yeah. And I said to one of the I'm not sure it was the producer or someone that was on. Everyone's excited, you know. And they asked my opinion. I said, look, I think the show is you know is, is a great show. I said my only worry is because I was on a show for the CBC called Sketch. Yeah, and the problem that. with that show is they kind of did the same thing in the way they, they put it out there. They didn't really advertise. It was never on at the same time every week. People had to really search for it to find it. Right. And there wasn't any advertising. And that show was a very good show, a good model, just like this was a model for stand-up comedy. That was a model for sketch. And it kind of fell by the wayside, even though everyone watched it, loved it. And now we look at someone like Jerry D's show, which I think they've done a much better job with. Holy shit Because they, yeah. there's tons yeah, of like advertising. It. There's tons of, and I'm sure, like you said, it's like once your face is on that, I'm sure Jerry had to fight really hard for that and have, or at least the production company had to fight really hard to make sure that it didn't happen again. Well, he's, you know, like Jerry, I, I wish the best for all those guys, and they've done a, a really good job on the show. And Jerry, right. Jerry is a fighter, as you know. Of course. He's, he's done a great job on it. The only thing, the only problem that I have with that is, you know, everyone sees that and they're like, that's a great thing for comedy. And it is. But when you have another show that's on the network and you're not getting oh, any of attention for yeah. no reason, it's every time you see the show advertised, it's a kick in the balls. Of course it well, is. So of course, yeah. I'm, I was tired of getting kicked in the balls, to well, be yeah. honest. And it, it's, it's so strange because, I mean, you say to someone. <laughs> Christina just looked at me like, yeah, that is, I hate it. <laughs> she envisions kicking I someone know. in the balls. I mean, but, I, I feel bad. <laughs> well, Steve's taking it kicking fairly the well. Balls. I don't yeah. know what balls feel like to be kicked in. Oh, bad. <laughs> I imagine it's not very nice. No. The, but one thing is, like, I hate saying that, like, a show that can sell itself, but if you walk up to anyone on the street and just said, hey, would you tune into a show where uh, two comedians uh, debate funny topics? Right. It's just like, well, yeah, sounds that sounds good. like lots yeah. of potential. It's so like, hey, would you watch a sitcom that was based uh, on a gas station in the prairies? Well, I don't <laughs> Maybe know. Maybe not. Right. Maybe, but I'd have to be writing would right. have to be pretty good. But it's just there's some shows that even in just the blunt sort of – it's like Jeopardy. Would you want to watch a show where people are answering questions? Sure, why not? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 It's 
it's you know it's again like it's a, it was a an incredible learning experience on the TV. And- yeah, and you know, and the radio show still is strong, and it's still coming back, and you still have that gig. It's just I think it's like you said, it's a learning thing. And, and- yeah, I'm not in advertising or marketing, but I told all my friends to watch your show. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I look what it did. In that case, I can't <laughs> believe it didn't work. We had all that. <laughs> I know. Um, I try really hard. It makes. I will say this. It makes me appreciate the radio so much right. more because. Right. You're, uh, it's it's relaxed. The radio live tapings are like a little gala every yeah. time they're taped. And, you know, you've done it, Frosty, yep. and we hope to get you guys on. For no, well, I've, I've, I've been at the tapings, and they really are like it almost they're has fun. it has this almost sort of like a like town hall sort of feel. It is because the people that are there are fans of the show. They're right, for and, it, yeah. and sometimes it's the first time they're watching it live, so you can kind of hear whispers in the crowd of going, "Oh, hey, I know," and so people are excited to see the show. And uh, I'm just I'm glad that the radio. We'll, you know what, uh, the, ra- the radio way. show was rock and roll and the TV show was very kind of stoic in terms of how it was shot and the audience. Because it just seemed like I only was there for the one episode for the TV show. But the radio show, it's almost like the, the crowd's kind of into it. It's a party. You can make jokes. You know, it's just for radio. There's a, more of a looseness. But when it's TV, there's so many angles to worry about. And, you know, I, I'm glad that the radio one is still going because it would be really disappointing if they can both due to cutbacks or whatever bullshit that they have to go through to make sure the CBC stays around. You know? No, I, I agree with with you and I, I mean, I'm I'm happy that the radio goes, and it's it's funny because the stuff that ends up on the cutting room floor is often the funniest stuff, sure. as you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice to have a show like this where you can say whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, we get to say and do whatever we want. Now, from here, I know that you're you're touring uh, your own kind of one-man show yeah. at uh, the festival level right now. I think you were just in Winnipeg, right? Just in Winnipeg right? on the way to Halifax this weekend. Yeah. And and what's is it just kind of your hour of your stand-up or has it got a theme? Like, what's what's going on there? Uh, the show's called This Is Not Debatable, so it's it's, you know, I've been hosting a lot. Obviously, and as yeah. we talked about at the beginning, some people only know me from hosting, and that's understandable. So but you're cashing in on the radio show. We understand. Sure, that. I am. Yeah, sure why I not? <laughs> if I could find enough CBC radio listeners yeah. that are mobile that yeah. can get out to a theater, then uh, I want them to come out. And or say, if this they have wheelchair ramps at the venue. Oh, they're yeah. all, they'll all be wheelchair accessible. <laughs> show starts at seven, yeah. so it'll be over by nine. <laughs> Dave, we, we we take advantage of this show and we play to thirty people in Cornwall. <laughs> exactly. Thirty in Cornwall. Suck yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you just you always. Stand up, stand ups are stand ups, and you know you, you can only uh, you only you only have to uh, talk to someone for a couple seconds to know whether they they're in the game or not. And it's I can't go this long without doing doing stand up, and uh, you know it's, I'm do it's a ninety minute show. It's got a little bit of music because I do some music stuff. You love and, to uh, sing. You love and, to sing. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, you do. And yeah. it's and it allows me to get my point of view across, which I don't always on the debaters because I'm essentially a referee that, that yes. sits there and throws sprinkles stuff in but this is uh, this is all all me and all my point of view which is uh, which I'm happy to do and I think people are going to find it's a little spicier than uh, than they would be used to from me but it's not quite Bob Saget I don't know it's somewhere in there <laughs> no. it's like it's like Bob Saget you see him on Full House and then you go to see him live you're like oh, what I the know. fuck just happened yeah. does, that, does that like I mean how how much do you feel like that you have to sort of play to the CBC people or, you, or you're just going to be like but I mean how often have you would you ever label yourself the edgy kind of comedian? I don't that wants know. To... I mean, no. I've, never, I've never done dirty, d- dirty, no. dirty stuff. But I mean, some stuff might be a little spicy for CBC. Right. But right. The, the stuff that I'm, the area that I'm coming from, the headspace is. I, I still love great, edgy comedy. I just, I, you know, you I do, do, I do my kind of thing. So you gotta do what you. I think that anyone that comes out from CBC won't be disappointed. But I think that other stand-up fans will be happy with it too. It's got to have, got to have some edge, or it's, right. you know, right. it's, yeah. a, it's a butter knife. Now, do you think that uh, because I know you used to do a lot of corporates and they can be kind of stuffy and have rules, uh, but now you have the success with the show. Do you think you have a little bit more room because you're more known now so you can kind of make your own like rules on those kinds of shows or is it still kind of like you have to abide by? Do you know what I mean? Like now they're hiring you. They know who you are. So you can have a little more fun at corporates or is it still pretty, pretty stoic for you? Well, this is the recent thing that I've discovered only after this many years is uh, (laughs) is. Everyone laughs essentially at the same things if you give them permission to laugh. So right. I could go into a room full of CEOs, and as long as the first three minutes has got them laughing and I've, I've played by their rules, let's say, for the first three minutes, sure. then I can bend the rules a bit. Then they'll 
then they'll they'll go with me as long as they trust me for those first few minutes, you know. So, uh, so there's uh, some uh, guy in the room making a helicopter signal next door. I don't know. Who he is, but, um, <laughs> That's Mark Forward. I, oh, is that Mark Forward? <laughs> yeah. I didn't recognize him. Name yeah. drop. Hello. <laughs> but also, but you're given a Say lot fine. more. You're given a lot more credibility too going up on that stage because, like, I know a lot of comics. They're just the hired comedian, comedian quote unquote. But right. you, but the do you find that you can go out on a farther limb? Uh, doing some shows now because people are sort of like, hey, I'm watching Steve Patterson from The Debaters, and I'm going to wait to see where this is going. Because a lot of comics, if they go 30 seconds without a laugh, there's, there's that panic. You're like, What's going on? Uh, yeah, I got, oh, man. But do you find that you can go out farther on a, a subject without getting that big kaboom laugh that you sort of comics worry about? Uh, I still like to try to get the first three minutes really, really strong in any show. And, you know, whether whether it's people that know me or not, because then they'll trust me even if they didn't know me coming right. in. Right, that's cool. Um, but it's yeah, there's a little bit of, uh, oh, we're going to listen to whatever he says because we trust him. Because <laughs> we paid him a shitload of money. Because we paid him a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, he, yeah, better yeah. Be, he better be funny. But <laughs> yeah. um, believe me that the debaters, even though it is widely listened to, there are still lots of people who have not heard of it. And yeah, of are course. very, very confused and surprised when, <laughs> uh, when I come out and they're they're like this, who is this guy? And We're, then it's also with radio, and you guys know this too. Like, you know, it's more radio known than television known. So yeah. people often don't recognize me until I start speaking. If yeah. I'm if I'm flying in Canada and I say one word on the plane, I am going to be pitched debate topics. <laughs> Fifteen people. Um, but I, My but it, son's a comedian. He's never been on your show. His name is Dave Martin. Why has he not oh, been on the show? Oh, I like that. Your mo- my mom character to you is someone that would stick up for me. Like, yeah. that's where the funny is, Dave, because yeah. it's not true. I know, I know. <laughs> you guys. Um, we just have a couple minutes left. I do want to yeah. ask. Uh, I know you have the website, and that's stevepatterson.com or .ca. No, it's .ca. Okay. .com is an American motivational speaker. He's a bit of a weirdo. Yeah. Okay. And uh, are your CDs still? available through the website? Uh, I don't really sell them through the site anymore. I'm going to record a, a DVD soon. Just Are get you? some visual stuff out yeah, there. Yeah, because, yeah. as you know, my TV show was canceled recently. Uh, so i got to get some more visual stuff. <laughs> right. Um, so I, uh, but I've got CDs that I... I more just do the CDs as like... Uh, prize things and, and giveaways for things now because right, right. I, I want to get new stuff uh, out there. So, um, But stevepatterson.ca has got a bunch of stuff on it. I'm going to write a, a book of letters pretty soon of the letters that I do on stage. So okay, please come to stevepatterson.ca and I'll uh, let you guys know all about it. And are you going to tour this one-man show across just outside of festivals on its own? Or? Yeah, in the fall. We're, uh, so those dates will be on that website? They'll be. They'll all be on that website, yeah. Okay. All right, well, you know, thanks to you. I really appreciate you coming in. And, thanks, uh, guys. you know, the next time you come in is when Dave and Christina gets on the show. And then we'll all have a little, <laughs> little party and a yeah. little nice, nice. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, oh, it's so lovely to see you outside of a bar. It's really fun. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I am going to a bar directly after this. Yeah, right. we'll meet Yay. you there afterwards. Okay. Thank right. you, guys. It's great seeing you guys. Cheers. Yeah, thanks, Yay, for, Steve, thanks for, for coming. Thanks for coming, Steve. You're the best. Cheers. Like the pillow, it's going in dry. This is Anything Goes. With Darren Frost and Dave Martin. This is Chuck Byrne, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on XM. Get those letter writing pants ready. We're back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Okay, we're back from the break, and that was Steve Patterson from the CBC Debaters. Uh, what a great interview that was. It was nice to see you two begging for some Well, we were Whatever. We did not. Wow. Dave brought it up. Oh, I never. I have never been on the show, but I love the show a lot. Well, I do like the show a lot. <laughs> I love the show a lot, And I'd like lot, to be a part Steve. of it. And so I mean, honestly, someday. I would like to be on the show because I actually think it's a great show. Actually, and it would be I do. You? I do. I think <laughs> it's so good. No, I don't mean like. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Actually, I do. That's really the reason I want to be on it because yeah. I, I think it's too. great. It's I love always... watching it and I love listening to it. So Nobody wants to be on a piece of shit. Nobody so... wants to be on a piece of shit show. Right. So it makes sense that we would want to be on it. Exactly. Right. Although I was not here to pimp myself up for the shit. Like well, Dave I was. might have. Dave, I, was. Dave <laughs> no. was. I would never bring it up. Yeah, I, would, I don't want to be on a piece of shit. I would oh sooner tell him that like he owes me a drink or something or like you just buy me a shot. You don't put me on your show. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I'm low maintenance. Yeah. Until someone gets here, you can do something. Can you put me on your show? Never. never. No. I never, never said it like that. Never. never. No, you didn't say that, but right before the He's... commercial break, you said, fuck commercials. What's oh, all I did that? Say, <laughs> cause What's I saw something that I saw a commercial was on TV yeah. and I auditioned for it. Right. And it was, it was one of those classic things of like, uh, why not me? 
Why, right. why didn't they pick? Right. And I'm not saying that those guys aren't good that got it. Fine. Well, good good great are. for them. No, kinda I'm not you saying. You're saying you're better. Maybe. A lot of people went out for it, and those guys happen to get it. But it is one of those mystery things of just like, you kind of like, oh, uh, what did I do? I mean, you face that. You go out for more commercials than I do. Not anymore. Yeah, you, you, you do. No. You went out for no, one today. No, I didn't. Today was a TV show, not a commercial. Oh, okay. There you go, Brian. You, you actually oh, go out for more commercial auditions than I do. Okay. Well, because I don't do them anymore. Because they Google my name and I can't, I can't okay. get maybe, it. Right. Maybe Dave used to go out for like a Capital One card commercial. Because yeah. like Capital Fuck One gives that. everybody credit cards. So like yeah. you could actually watch the commercial and believe that like somebody gave you a credit card. Yeah. Well, do I, is that how it works? Do I just say, hey, I'd like to go out for a commercial with you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's that nineteen thirties voice. I'll, yeah. I'll call see? Budweiser now. Yeah. See, <laughs> I drink your product. Sounds, hey, hey, hey! Sound. Now you're getting in on the turf that I should be auditioning for Budweiser. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike's hard lemonade like, and stuff like <laughs> that. Come on, I don't drink. Those you don't sweet do things. Okay. No. Those are girl drinks. You don't drink those. I don't drink girl drinks. I drink beer. Whoa. Beer? That yeah. explains the burps you did before the fucking show started. <laughs> I, mm. I love everyone, the good and everyone. <laughs> you the Darren look- was so mad that I didn't do the burp on the air, but the burp was pretty big, to be honest. Yeah, like, it well, was more for friends and family only. And you got, well. a, you got a tinge of hamburger, too, right? <laughs> it tastes like hamburger. hamburger. Oh, that's my, that's like, my perfume, whiff of hamburger. And the burps oh, are stronger if you have raw onion versus, like, fried onions. Right. It was a raw onion burger. So. so you had a story that you wanted to tell. I don't last know if week, I want to tell it. Last week we ran out of time. Oh, this oh, week okay. we have time because the show is funny enough so we can just say, hey, tell your story. But somebody liked your comedy now. Right? What was that? Someone liked your comedy now. Is that how it started? Well, no, that's not how it started. I'm not going to lie. But um, I I went home and I saw somebody's comedy now. And I. Wait, wait, wait. Everyone who knows, because in the States they don't know, the comedy now is like a comedy special up here in Canada. Half hour like the Comedy Central presents. Okay, continue. Right. Anyway, so. But it is like, I mean, I had one error last year and it was like a big, like, you know, I I was excited when it happened. It was a big moment in my life. Let's put it that way, right? So somebody else has aired recently and. You know, and I saw it, and I was like, okay, that's a big moment in somebody's life. So I wrote them a message, and I actually didn't have their phone number, so I asked my friend, but I got the phone number, and I sent my text, and I'm like, hey, just got home, and I, you know, we're sorry, I saw your comedy now, and I want to say congratulations. And then, you know, I think we all go through this, like, um, you know, thing where you kind of, like, some things personal, and some things can go on your Facebook wall, kind of, right. like, like, some division there. Sure. sure. Anyway, so, but I sent him a text message, and I was like, congratulations. And But then instead of texting me back, he wrote on my wall. <laughs> and he was like, hey, thanks so much for my text and my congratulations. And it, anyways, and it, then I was like, oh, is that is that okay for somebody to do that? Like, well, it's, for them to go from, like, and he could just text me back. I, and that's be what like, he should have done. Thank you. That means a lot. But instead, he put on my wall that I sent him a text saying, congratulations on your Comedy Now special. See, I right? always think that's like a, that's a funny sign of the times where people almost want everyone else to know like, that yeah. you said something nice. Yeah. It's like when someone says on their Facebook wall, I'm wishing my wife a happy anniversary. It's like, couldn't you roll over in the morning and do that? I it's know. Like, why do you want everyone else to know what a great I person know. you are? Then I was just like, oh, and I don't know. You know, I like everybody, and I'm like, is that appropriate? Like, you could have just texted me back, right? Well, it's not like you said you had great tits, and thank you for the congratulations <laughs> afterwards. I would fucking... Be You'd so be excited if somebody told me right. I had nice tits. Because I've never heard that a day in my life. Uh, <laughs> well, you mine heard barely fucking. I, have. I no, have. Mine don't even. Oh, yeah, you, you, you have, both, but. you guys have. Mine don't even Whoa. fucking poke dents in bras. Like. Both of us. <laughs> I, I owned it, but Dave is like, he's surprised. No, I got some A cups. Nice tits, Dave. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are B cups compared to me. That's. Come on. Okay, okay now. <laughs> but someone wanted to make what you thought as a personal comment public and almost yeah. just a way of like, like, so, hey, look who else likes me, all the people out there who don't like you me. You like me. I know. Yeah. Look and at anyways, yeah. and I feel like sometimes he is a bit of a punching bag, and I do stand up for people like that because I, you know, I always find redeeming qualities. And he's always been nothing but nice to me. Sure. So anyways, I sent him a nice message, but then when he put it on my Facebook wall, I was like, have I just been had? I kind of you feel know, like I got foiled. What's really funny for me about the story is before we started talking on the air, you're like, I don't know if I should say his name or not. So I thought, it was, I thought it was going to be like some pretty bad story, but no. the story is like, okay, he just made a little bit of social faux pas. Social phobe, yeah. That's oh, all. Okay. Not nothing. Oh, well, then why do we even talk about it? We well, didn't no, know. but I'm saying it's, it's interesting. Me, but but it's, just, it's just interesting to me that you didn't want to say his name to get him upset when yeah, it's not really not that bad it's of a thing. It's not a bad thing. But it does show a level of narcissism, on, I believe, on his side. Right. That he wants to, everyone to see who, like, it's like it's like that next level in, like, uh, your, oh, look how many friends I got sort of shit. Yeah. Right. 
Right. I can't be a bad guy. I have 5,000 Facebook friends. Christina Walker just said something nice about me. Yeah. Oh, so maybe it's a compliment to me that it, he values my opinion. That's why. Well, of course he, he does. Of course he, he does. Said, yeah. So maybe I, yeah, maybe that's a nice thing. Yeah, it isn't. Well, yeah, at and the at the end, end of, of this, day. and at the end of this, you slip me and Dave two hundred fucking dollars for our fucking <laughs> psychology psychiatry bill, and we'll go buy bras to cover these fat tits of ours. So we'll do that. <laughs> and we'll make you happy, fucking Christina Walker, <laughs> and your fucking A minus cup. I know. Man. I love. I really like your guys. Two C notes. That'd They're be really the more, nice. most amount of money I ever made on this fucking show. They, but I, I do think it, it's a nice thing. But he's like, he's sort of like waving this friendship flag that he has. With I know. You, which is weird. Then I, I don't know. I, don't, I would just, I just wanted to bring up the idea that like. I don't know if you text something. I don't know. Are you supposed to make everything public on Facebook? If it's something's a text message, do you just? I would have written it on a wall if I want, but I thought it was more personal. What if you always liked the guy and you wanted to say, "Listen, I think you're really cute. We should go out sometime." And then he put on your Facebook wall, "Hey, thank you for asking me out." (laughs) Yeah, that'd be kind of weird. Well, that would be weird. That would be awkward. That'd be very grade eight. Thanks for the blowy. <laughs> nice. Well, nice. if someone said, and what if that wasn't true though? And it Actually, I think okay. I saw that written on your wall. It was on Dave. my wall. Um, I don't know who you give that blowy to. I, I did want to. I, I did want to talk about this as a funny little story. Uh, it happened, I guess, in the states. Actually, no, in Australia, uh, a drunk trio stole a SeaWorld penguin. Uh, suspects broke into the Australian SeaWorld, swam with the dolphins, and then they stole um, a penguin. I guess. And they were so drunk, they didn't even remember taking the penguin the next day when the cops came to their house. Well, they were just like, hey, look, a penguin's here now. <laughs> I know. Like, how the fuck does that work? Let's share some bong hits with the penguin. Yeah. <laughs> did someone take a giant shit in the tub because it's moving? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> who, like, who? That's fucking crazy. How can you not? How can you be that drunk you don't remember stealing a penguin? Well, I like how they call them like a, a trio. Like, one plays guitar and one plays bass. And <laughs> the other one yeah. sings and has a tambourine. Yeah. yeah. And one has the candlestick maker. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I've, we've all done. How could you not remember that? Come though? on, fuck off. You remember stealing a penguin. I, I would remember. You wake up, you reek like fish. Come on. No one scores that much that <laughs> their whole body reeks call, like fish. I call that Sunday morning, so. Yeah, you wish, Dave. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, you rub that fish all over those tits of yours. Uh, all right, that's where we're going to go. But, uh, <laughs> but you want, you've never done anything drunk because you're not a partier, Darren. Oh, right. Like, no, what's the worst have. thing you've what, ever done? What, what's the worst thing I've ever done drunk? Have you stolen shit when you're drunk? Dave has. Uh, yeah. I don't think so. No, the only time I ever stole was like when I was a teenager and that was sober. And we would like go to Eaton's and we'd like be such amateur shoplifters that we would go into the change room with two, three bras. But then we'd walk out and just give the cashier back two bras. Oh. And then we'd walk out with an extra bra, but oh. nobody ever noticed, right? Of course, but then I, I would like it. sprint out. I know. Yeah. I was like, sir, can we, can, we, can we have back that third bra? <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time tonight. Uh, so uh, thank you for listening. Uh, updates on the web page and, of course, the Facebook page. Uh, yeah, just more tweets going out with uh, direct links to uh, older episodes that we've done. And, I keep uh, writing on my Facebook wall. I love you all. And, uh, and we're going to be putting up the Rob Pugh and J.J. Whitehead episodes uh, okay. this week. And uh, yeah. and this weekend I will be in Edmonton at Yuck Yucks on a dirty tour with Kenny Robinson. So if you are in Alberta, you missed me last week in Calgary. You missed Kenny Robinson sucking on a toe on stage. So if that's your thing and you like dirty cunt, fuck shit, bullshit, and all those words, then come on out to Edmonton Yuck Yucks. And I will be actually in Calgary uh, this uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I'm on this show with uh, Howie Miller and Steve Dylan Patterson. Enjoy that. And Christina, where are you? Um, actually, um, nothing this weekend. I'm going to go and en- oh, actually, no, I'm, well, I'm doing a fundraiser on Friday. And then the week after, uh, May 2nd, 3rd weekend, I'm in Kitchener, Ontario with John Key and my BFF, Christine Vonnehagen. nice. What? All right. Till uh, next week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And that's it. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. I thought you were saying, but, uh, Darren Frost at, at, uh, ComedyWhore.com. Yeah, ComedyWhore.com. And oh, yeah, Dave Martin Sauce. World. And oh, yeah, we didn't do the Walking Sauce. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And anything goes ha huh, on Twitter. Yeah, fine. I feel bad. Do you think people are going to know I was talking about Mike Harrison? <gasps> you what if Mike Harrison? We're still on. We're still recording. We haven't said goodbye. Okay, oh, good night. Oh, and then you put it. Okay, good night. <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night. I smile and wave.